thank you, thank you, thank you for clicking on the Don't Shoot Your Messenger podcast link. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. On behalf of Chris G, the Rocky Report SP, we want to say thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to our podcast. Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast is a very opinionated, entertaining sports podcast where we give you the real, the authentic, and everything in between. This podcast is not like ESPN, Fox One, where we're going to be politically correct. Now, we we are not trying to bash anyone. Our goal is not to make anyone feel bad. But we do want to sway you to be on our side. So that's why we said opinionated. This is not news. We will report news on our pages, but we aren't saying that we're correct by any means. But also, we are not saying that we're wrong by any means as well. Before you click, I just would like to let you know that you can find us on various social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook Live, 1230 Eastern Standard Time, on the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast fan page. So please go like and share that as well. You can find us on Instagram, RealGSTM, on Twitter, RealGSTM1, and also on YouTube under Professional Sutton. We will be switching to the Don't Shoot the Messenger page on YouTube, but that's in the coming future. But again, thank you for tuning in. On behalf of the family, we appreciate you and hope that you come back and enjoy another episode. So a gorilla, a horse, and a mule walk into a bar. It's funny you say horse because I just got finished watching uh, Sorry to Bother You. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. So, yeah, I got the horse shit, like, fresh in my head. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Good morning, everybody. This is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Shalomini God. We got a <laughs> practice club. We got a special guest in the building. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I just had to do I had to do that. Welcome to another edition of Don't Shoot the Messenger Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Ruck Report. Cheers. So before we uh, begin this show, I just want to say that this show was brought to you by WYBC, home of the Juan Castillo Show. You can catch that every Monday through Friday, 6 to, to 10 a.m. Um, I'm up there as well. But definitely, shout out to WYBC for being our official sponsor. No okay. doubt. Don't yeah. treat the messenger podcast. Look yeah. good on the screen back there. That's you see that? Look good you on the that? screen back there. You see that? How's everybody doing today? Uh, zoom into that real quick, though. Zoom in. Yeah. I, 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 I got know you. It's good. I got you. Let me see. Let me zoom in real quick. Who? who you see that? Who, who, matter of fact, who's our sponsor again? WYBC. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Let me start off. Ninety-four point three WYBC, the rhythm of the city. I was waiting for you to say that, Chris. I was waiting for you to say that part. The OG. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that part. <laughs> Tom Gully said the show is on at 12.30 p.m. Eastern. The E stands for eventually. <laughs> Tom, you know how we get down, Tom. You know, Tom you Gully. Know. Oh, my goodness. You know how it goes, Tom. I, I want to shout out Tom. I want to shout out Tom because um, yesterday he gave us a big shout out on the show. He gave me a big shout out about boxing on the show. and it, It's thoroughly appreciated. But also, you know, he said that uh, you know, he was basically talking about how he feels that, you know, he's the podcaster's favorite podcast. 
Because he got a lot of people oh, who got he, shows oh, he's Mike Beasley. Yeah. that listen to his show. He's Mike Beasley. And I'm going on myself. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You that dude. That's, 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 he's your rapper's favorite rapper. Yeah. Like, no doubt. Like, I love Tom's show. Always go in and what check up, Tom, Gully, Tom Gully's show. You know, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it is, not 7.30, 7 Eastern Standard Time. On time. sharp. I mean, Sharp. sharp. 6.59, they clicking. Matter of fact, he does a pre-show at around like 6.30, 6.45 that bleeds into the 7. So when I say it starts at 7. Oh, yeah, it starts at 7. It starts at it's 7. It's live, people. Listen, I just want to say shout out to Lisa Anderson. She's definitely, she's a listener of the 94.3 show. Uh, I seen her last night at the Maxwell concert. Great concert, by the way. Um, so I want to shout Lisa Anderson out. I'm um, also people, don't not forget to hit that share button. You was booed up yesterday? Yes, I was. I was booed up with Myra. Hey, Myra. Yeah, I know how it go. Booed up. Wait, I'm, I'm going to say this, though. I heard it was a lot of undergarments being thrown on yes. stage. Yes, it was. At yes, that light-skinned brother. Yes, it was. He was saying what it was. He might be my fourth favorite light-skinned dude. Your four favorite, four favorite, four favorite light skin. Yeah, you know, I, you know, me and light skin guys, we okay, but you know, eh. you know what's funny about that concert yesterday? What's that? Is quite up there, yo, taking pictures with the fans. Oh yeah, with the W, the W I right. got to man. All right, you know, I love it. I, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, I appreciate everybody, and you know what, I, I'm still getting used to people coming up to me and saying hello. How you doing? You know, like, cause I'm not used to all that. You know, hey, Marquise, <laughs> going to take a picture with you. That's something that's still new to me. I'm still humble. I'm, I'm still me. So. Myra, how is it dealing with this superstar? This mega oh, star on, you got nah, that's, living that's, in the house. That's that mad no, dog. No, yeah. no, no. Mad dog come walking through not the me, house. Man. You know? Myra running up. Do you want your slippers, Big Dad? You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. See, these guys start trouble all the time, man. So, Chris, what you, what you saying is it was another Maxwell concert at the house. Oh, I know. When they got back. Let me tell you something. I know when they got home. I was asleep. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I was asleep. Sleeping there. See, <laughs> see, Dot Dot don't know that uh, TD nickname. <laughs> Yo, you saw what Tom you know said? You know what <laughs> Tom said uh, people are starting to come up to Marquette because they think he's Cornell West. <laughs> Tom Gully. Yo, Tom Gully. Yo, Tom got the little grades in the beard, you, though. A little gray. You got the gully. Gully. A little gray. Yo, That's if you had the fro. Ooh. Listen, I'm Tom about to go die later, yo. Gully. See, my baby said, however, he stay humble, though. So, yo, I mean, Tom Gully. Still humble, man. Always comes yeah. through. Spoken like a woman who got some last night. Yeah. <laughs> How about this morning, though? I'm just saying. Oh, oh, see what I'm oh, saying? Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm just not joking. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, I'm just not joking. Yeah, Stop it. Exactly. Stop exactly. It. Exactly. So somebody was hitting that note. That's my joint. Won't right he there. do it? Won't he do it? Won't he? Oh, he. Oh, he did it. He did it. Oh, he did, he did it. it. I like that show. Let me see. You know Maxwell get. Uh, mm-hmm. You know Maxwell especially get a black woman in the mood. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, yeah. you, you know y'all crazy. Yeah, crazy. You know when yo. somebody don't got nothing to say, yo, y'all crazy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Y'all crazy. It was, it was, I heard those people throwing their AARP cards up there. Yeah, stupid. Room keys. Yo, yeah, yeah. They were throwing mash it up there last night. Yeah. He was cutting the food, though. Let me see. I got, I got to share with Juan. Juan's like, yo, I, got, I already I know, know he was. Yeah, I know Lisa one said, thing. Yo, Lisa, I do you see what thing. I got to go through, Lisa? Let you Jill Scott come up here. <laughs> mm. I, ain't throw, I ain't throwing nothing on stage but yo. myself. <laughs> You know what? Yo, myself. Remember I yo, was telling you about the corrupt? 
about uh, corporate. Yeah, he's got like a video of him, and he would assure he was, he come in the room. He was like, "Yo, I'm ready for some Jill Scott pepper shaker," and then you go get up here and ride this thing. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my God. Hey Jamila, yeah, these guys are crazy, man. Oh, I, I can't, I goodness. can't. So if if you guys don't know, please hit that share button. Please do not, you know. I have made it public so everybody can see. Man. Don't cheat yourself, man. No, nah, please don't. And don't cheat other people. No, because yeah. other people want to see it. They just don't know. Yeah. So exactly. when you share, they share, and we all share. There we go. You know, you see what I'm saying? Man. Take that, take that. I take just love. came up with that. I was on the spot. Take mm-hmm. that. Shout out to my boy Randell too, man. Have you know uh, for the Quiet Conversation podcast, man. No doubt, no doubt. Burns, we got to talk about that uh, in game. Um, in uh, what, what do we even call that preview? Oh yeah, Avengers man. joint that came yeah. out. You ain't see that? You ain't I see mean, I saw it. It was very, very uneventful. Here's the thing, right? And I know we're I not going to spend too much. Here's the thing, right? We already know what happened. And the only thing they showed us in the in the trailer was them reflecting on what happened. I'm just saying, the first Infinity War trailer, I seen Thanos throwing a planet. I'm just saying, can I get a little something? Can I, can I see some action? Can, can, can you give me a taste? I no, can I get a I sprinkle? Want no taste. You, you know what it was? That was... Listen, listen, man. They did a whole bunch of foreplay. Randall is on here. Trail, Shouts out to Randall. Right? In his armor, on that stake, whatever it is, shit. that he walked. Yeah. Let me let you know how this jersey hanging up right now. And then Ant-Man pops up. Here's the thing, right? I, Come yo, on now. The Ant-Man thing was significant only because of how Ant-Man and Wasp got left off. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I wasn't... I wasn't... I didn't feel any kind of way about that. Cat shaved the beard. Come I on, was, son. Yo, and I was cool... With everything they showed, other than the fact, can you give me a sample though? Can I just get it? Can I get a taste? That's How Avengers about a swallow? Right? That's Avengers 4, a right? A corner? Mm-hmm. Something. A sip. Randell, help me out here. Only thing I'm saying is, I just wanted to see just a little preview of, uh, uh, of something that, that, you know, to get my juices going. That's all I'm saying. Well, swallow and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Basically, See, Tom, right? that's what I'm talking about. Tom, you got hype when you saw the uniform hanging on the state. You got hype. I got hype when I saw the Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet still burnt out on his hand. All I'm like, oh, he ain't even taking off. All that stuff is cool. Just give me a sample of what I'm going to see. That's it. L- listen, I'm going to see. Everybody going to see it anyway. <laughs> it, it's not like if you show. Here's the thing. We know that you have to go. Into the past Kim to fix the future, on. so I understand why they only showed us mm-hmm. present day because then you would show the plot. But we, everybody knows that's the plot. Okay, everybody knows that you're gonna have to go back. Listen, so we know that no that problem. scarlet hair is gonna no be problem. different. We know the reason like that. This, like this, <laughs> ain't no problem. There ain't no problem. <clears throat> skip, <laughs> skip. I can't wait. Let me yo, tell you something, yo. But speaking of him, <laughs> I already know where you're going. I already know where you're going. I really want to get to that because. He really like Skip was trying it, and he what's Homegirl's name that's on the show with them? I don't know because they, the the white one, right? Because yeah. they got a couple different yeah, ones that kind of. She was trying there. it too, and Shannon was like, "Oh, that." So that's oh, so if y'all say him, then anybody accuses domestic violence. Done. Mm. Wrap well, it up. Hey Kim, oh Can't wait, I O. No, but oh, he was right. Ooh. The reason <laughs> I agreed with him is because he's saying, oh, "Listen, because if a doctor." Or mm-hmm. a lawyer, mm-hmm. they they don't get held up to the nope. to the high standards nope. of a, 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 a NFL football player. Don't don't happen. 
Yo, you it know what the up. crazy thing? And then he had the gun show yes, uh, two days ago at the Lakers. I said, yo, Shannon, you about 54 looking ready. Yo, yo you know who is Still on him? No, Delicious. no, not Joy, not Joy Taylor, because Joy's on the herd now. Yeah. They got two new ones that kind of fill in since Joy left. Yeah, but you know, Delicious is after him, though, right? Flavor, flavor of love. Yeah, delicious. yeah, yeah, yeah. The thirst be real yeah. and delicious. Real. Um, uh, on all his pit, on all his picks. I just, I need to go and Shannon uh, meal plan or something, man. He's a meal plan. Get the thirst like that. I tell you what, though, one of the few times I agreed with Skip about what they were talking about was basically how they were going, to, they were going through the Kevin Durant statement, mm-hmm. and we okay. might as well get into it, right? Yeah. They were I'm going right through what it. he said, and. For some odd reason, and listen, you know, you guys will have your own opinion about it. But for some odd reason, you know, Shannon couldn't see why Kevin Durant sees a lot of LeBron fans as fanboys that always praise everything he does and don't criticize it. Now, maybe Shannon couldn't see it because Shannon is one of the fanboys. It's one of the boys. But I was surprised that Nick Wright could see it and, and Shannon couldn't. Or, or maybe Shannon just chose not to, right? Maybe Shannon just chose not to, but that Nick Wright actually said, nah, I, I, I kind of get what he's saying. Nick Wright is an idiot anyway. I mean, normally I would love to agree with you, but he shows some some clarity, some 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 moral fiber. Like I just <laughs> Some gumption? Yeah, like I just, gumption? You know, it, it's hard, it, mm-hmm. you hard pressed to see a LeBron stand have this like <laughs> is, your, is your is your finger right? Is your finger okay? Blink, blink, blink. What's good, Trey? Call, call me Mr. Sag. <laughs> yeah, you stupid. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you went to hide, Yo, you know Chris, what I'm talking Chris, about. you know what? I can't stand you. Somebody cut his bike off. That's Yo. my bed. That's my bed though. Yo. Mr. Sag is my boy. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you That's true. You, you 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 rarely get to see them talk. Just from a, a, a real level with LeBron, that right. you know, it, it, it would mm-hmm. be hard for a superstar to play with LeBron because if you play with LeBron, one, you got to check your ego because he is the better player mm-hmm. for, for right now, for the time being. Mm-hmm. And, and also, if you play with him, he doesn't do anything wrong and you did something wrong. That's obvious. Exactly. And the point. Eh. No, and I get what you're saying, but in the point that Kevin was trying to make, maybe he didn't use such great words. I, I didn't. I thought he could have used a different word than toxic, but um, you know, the point he was trying to make was that if you play with him, you better be ready to catch all the bullets because he ain't catching none of them. Not in the media, he not. I this this so-called evolved Kevin Durant. Yeah. Why don't you tell me I got the Ray J going up here like this one? <laughs> oh, you got the Adabizi? Yeah, oh, right. Oh, no, you got the Adabizi. Yeah. You got to rock that thing, Ooh, boy. Definitely do. Ain't nobody Ooh. on the yard messing with you. <laughs> Listen, um. Yo, let me get some cigarettes. Right. <laughs> let me get that fruit cocktail. You know what, Tom? Nasty well, nigga. you know what? I, I will have to agree with you again. I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm a LeBron fan. Let's get that right. But mm. I do agree with you. It seems like whenever LeBron wins, oh, he did everything. When he loses, look at these motherfuckers. Like, they ain't do nothing. You know what I mean? And so it is. You it's know. only one person I think that's critical of LeBron, sometimes to a fault, 
But it's all, to me, there's only one person in the media that's critical of Skip. LeBron, and that's Skip. Skip. It, it makes him look kind of crazy because he got to go so f- And then it's kind of it's also crazy because he's so much of a D-rider for Tom Brady. Mm. But mm. It, to, oh, he's really the only mm. person in the media that I can think of. Yeah. Other than when you start comparing him to Jordan, then that's when you could get other people out the closet. Right. But to just be critical of him in situations, Skip's the only dude. Mm. He's, he's, nev- he's never really had. Hey, Ash. Uh, like people can say it's hate on LeBron, but he's never really had had to go through the critiques that all of the other players that came up with him went through. He hasn't had to go through what D Wade went through. He hasn't had, nowhere near what Melo went through. Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Paul, Chris Bosh. I mean, the list goes on and on. He's never had to experience that piece of it. What do you mean, like piece far as like I'm. Listen, you could say, like, the years in Cleveland, right, those were – he was developing okay. into what he was becoming. But, you know, if it Dave, was – what up? If it was Melo during that stage or, like, say, Melo when he was with the Knicks with the same kind of supporting cast, oh, he should be better. You know what I'm saying? Before he got down there with D-Wade, you know, can D-Wade carry the load without Shaq or, mm-hmm. you know, things like – so. Just like Chris Paul, right? We haven't really, and I think it's a slight sometimes, but nobody ever really talks about Chris Paul as a real winner because mm-hmm. what does he really want? He doesn't want. You know, yeah. but he's an NBA darling, so to speak, you know, yeah. in terms of yeah. his point guard, his star status and everything. Like I would he doesn't agree. get the criticism that all these other stars get. You know what it so, was for LeBron? You know, I was talking to Randell about it. What's up, Lewis? Um, I think that what LeBron did was he capitalized on marketing. He capitalized on the media. So I think that a lot of people, they love LeBron from the get-go. Well, it's right? well-deserved. It's, right. mm-hmm. it's no reason to yeah. not love LeBron, but it's also it's also at a certain point, it's like, yo, fam, he, he not perfect. Yeah, yeah. You, and that, and that's like what you got to call a spade a spade. Yeah. So, yo, listen, most of the time he's great. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's not. And it seems like a lot of the media doesn't want to... Don't want to chastise him. Yes. Yeah. When he's when not, needed. it's okay. Right. But like, they'll do it to they'll do it to other players. But Chris Paul, for some reason, kind of escapes that. Yeah. But um, like, but going back to him, like the point I'm making is specifically the Dallas series, right? Right. Right. He was the one spearheading that whole thing. We the villains. We the bad guys. True. We do this. We do that. Mm-hmm. Remember him and D Wade at the press conference. Not one. And, not five. Right. But, it, but even before that, even the press conference during the series, mm-hmm. he made the joke about Dirk being sick. Remember? I do. And everybody went like this. D-Wade, why'd you say that? And he's sitting there like, hmm, I wasn't yeah. even, I didn't even do this to the bike. That now, was him. Now listen, D-Wade though, different breed. He all the way men. Okay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. he from near though. Yeah, uh, he really he from He really near from though. Chicago. So, yeah, I mean, he was able to handle it a little bit differently, but... You know, everybody can't handle it like that. I mean, no. I think of Kawhi Leonard. How would Kawhi be in that situation? He already don't talk. He laughed one time <laughs> and broke the internet. <laughs> you did. <didn't. laughs> like, yo, literally everybody was That's like, it. I can't with this dude. So, like, if he was the the Robin to LeBron's Batman, mm-hmm. how would that work? How mm-hmm. would it work if it was Kevin Durant? We've kind of already seen him, how he handles everything in Golden State. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a good situation. Right. How yeah. would you handle with LeBron if it was a bad situation? Yeah. And I, I would like I to know. see. I would like to see Durant in a tough situation without any of that. Like the the situation that I think he's probably gonna 
if they win the championship, probably going to put himself in in free agency. Mm. Because I, now I want to see if you say this is what you want mm-hmm. and you want to be that guy Let's and you want to be the best, Listen, I, I really want to see how you do it. Well, hold on. But then you kind of see it, though, when, when Steph was out and Draymond was out and it was just him and Clay, And you, you got to see, to me, to me, mm-hmm. and you can tell me if I'm wrong. It's just my opinion. Okay. But you got to see how Clay would be as a legit number two without Steph mm-hmm. and how Kevin would be as the number, number one. one with a, I don't want to say not on the par of, as a mm-hmm. number two because Clay is a number two, but a st- he's a standard number two. I mean, okay. he's a okay. he's an excellent shoot. Obviously, he's gonna go down as a top five shooter all yeah. time. Yeah. He's the best version of a D and three guy. But you yes. know, yes. he doesn't really like. He can put the ball on the deck, but what mm-hmm. you want him to do is put the ball on the deck. He can dribble, but you want him not to dribble. You want to yeah. force him to dribble, mm-hmm. and you got to see how that how a team led by Kevin Durant and a legit number two mm-hmm. in Clay Thompson would be. And yo, the Warriors weren't that good. Mm. No, they weren't. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, they were below, if, if I could dare and say it, below average. They mm. weren't. They weren't. They weren't great. Even mm. even if you talk about the 51 point game in Toronto, it jumped off the page because of the kind of shots he hit. Right. Right. True. It didn't jump true. off the page like a true 50 point game. Mm-hmm. Right. And then again. Can he handle a full 82 games of that and make it it successful, right? That's a very good question. We've seen Braun with bad teams in Cleveland make it it look very good, right? But that's that's what makes him great. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. We've seen him not only make it look very good in the regular season, but push a very poor team by standards, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. to the championship. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that's Kevin's so, game. Does he have that in him? So on that note, so I was I was reading through some of these comments and shout out to everybody that's commenting. Um, so Trey Larkins, he says, so I got a question for y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm a Packers fan, so obviously everybody mm. uh, been talking you, about the you know QB this week and Rodgers. So do y'all believe hey, hey, Rodgers is similar to LeBron in that when the Packers win, he gets all the credit, but uh, when we lose, it's everybody else's fault. He said, um, what y'all think about that? I'd be pissed. I. Okay, so as a Packers fan, this is how I see it. <clears throat> Every, any quarterback in the NFL is going to get or going to garner all the credit when the team wins, okay, especially if that team is in a position to have to come back and win. Right. Right? So if we're looking at just this season alone, start game one, gets hurt, we're stalling out, he has to come back, and he's magical and leads the charge. Mm-hmm. Right. Game against Arizona just last week, not good at all, very subpar for his standards. He gets the blame. The coach gets fired. He gets more of the blame. But there were other things involved in that game. Right. There was a bunch of missed tackles on defense. Mason Crosby missed a game-time field goal again. At we home. Had, at home. Mm-hmm. We had another fumble you know, by some of our running backs. Like, so there were a lot of things going on. So I don't think that Aaron – Escapes it. I think if there is, and I'm and I'm kind of biased, but I think it's this is actual for me. If there's one QB in the NFL that escapes all the negative, it's Tom. The the chatter for him yeah. is his negative is oh this should serve as motivation for him. 
it's never he's just not playing well. It's never their team isn't that good. It's it's always something else that goes on with the Patriots, whether they manufacture it themselves mm-hmm. or the media. And plus, I think it's it's taboo to talk about them yeah. in a negative yeah. light. Yeah. If you're on a media outlet, there are not a lot of people that you're gonna hear that come up and say, "Yo, they're not good. They're not this." They Fooling people with this running back by committee, their assistants never turned out good. You don't hear that type of talk. You hear it up here, though. Yeah. I, I love me some Tom Brady bashing, but we, I got You know, guys. I'm here for it all day. <laughs> I know you here. I for mean, it. it's probably wrong, but you know. You so see? now, wait. So uh, Tom had a question. He said, um, <clears throat> he said, what are the Packers thinking saying Rodgers has no say in the next coaching? It's one thing to have that policy, which I don't agree with, but to come out and say it. He said, think. Uh, Manning didn't have a say when Dungey left. Mm. Please. Well, I mean, I think it was different yeah. with uh, Manning, just because with Manning and Tony. I think just because um, uh, Jim Caldwell was already there. Yeah. And they were already grooming him to be. And and Peyton was very familiar with him. Very very familiar with him, so he was comfortable. So I, I don't even think they really talked about it that much. But I do think he had a say when he went to Denver and. Um, yes. Yes. Who was it? Kubiak, right? Kubiak. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Before Kubiak. To my Fox. Fox. I think the mm-hmm. transition from Fox to Kubiak, Kubiak yeah. I think they definitely had a discussion with him. I think any franchise quarterback, they don't have to make the decision mm-hmm. on who's going to be the next coach. That's too much power for anybody. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. But the, uh, there should be a conversation. These are a list of coaches that we like. Mm-hmm. This is what we could get. What do you think about these coaches? Just give us your opinion on each. Now, maybe it will take some of, some of your input into deep consideration. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, but we definitely want to know where we're at with how we're thinking about the next coach and how you're thinking about the next coach. You, you know what bugs me out about the whole conversation with that? Um, I was watching, uh, there was another podcast with Rajah Bell, and I forget the, I forget the other guy, but they were asking Roger Bell, and he was saying, no, he shouldn't have any saying that he should just be able to play and do whatever, mm-hmm. right? Green Bay, for whatever reason, <clears throat> has, since Aaron became the starting quarterback, quarterback, has turned the corner in terms of how they did things, mm-hmm. right? Brett Favre never had, uh, I, I would just go as far as to say, I don't think Brett had a conversation with anybody saying, okay, I want that guy. I think there were people that they had, Mike and all these other people that mm-hmm. came after Sherman, even getting to McCarthy, right? I think it was just that was the pack of wet. Right. But one thing that I think Brett had a say in, and I think it's what Aaron needs to have a say in, who else is playing around me? Mm-hmm. Brett was very instrumental in getting Reggie White from the Eagles mm-hmm. to Green Bay, right? Got to be. They have never invested in Aaron to say, who do you want to play with? And, and I know for me it's factual because if you look at just this past offseason, they didn't even go and talk to him about Jordy. He was upset about yeah. Jordy. It just he happened, was, right? He was upset about that. And how do you do that, right? Go to this week, um, Cleveland News Outlets interviewed Demarius Randall, and he said, listen, you can't take Aaron out of the, the equation in terms of what's wrong, but how can you expect him to be magical when you trade everybody away? Yeah. And he went down the list of players, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this young boy is on point. 
And he wasn't even big in himself up. He said, listen, you got rid of me. You got rid of HaHa. You got rid of Jordy. You got rid of Eddie when Eddie was still decent. Mm -hmm. You yeah. got rid of Ty Montgomery off fumble. And the list just kept building. I'm like, damn. Right. Time He's right. Should have never he, even got on the plane. Yeah, he got to go rid of back himself. To Green Bay. Yeah, he that, got rid, he of got rid of himself. But I'm saying, what what quarterback do you know that doesn't have a say mm -hmm. in who comes to the team? A franchise quarterback. Right. Us. Tom What's Brady. up, Juan? Now, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Okay. I Tom Brady that. gets the shaft from that. Bill Belichick a lot of the times. Yeah, I give um, that. And he kind of has to work with. See, look, I'm giving your boy Thank mm -hmm. you, props right now. You know, it's hard that's, to do that's that. Different. Yep, it's Mike, hard to do that. Terry said, but, um, um, Trey said, Mike, Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde. Yeah, Pro yeah, Bowler. yeah, true. They, they, but the reason why it works with the Patriots is because they have a, an ecosystem, mm -hmm. okay? True. How they run everything. I mean, everything works with each other. Yes. So they'll get, I think you know, unless you're Tom Brady, that they will get rid of you before yeah. you even over the hill. They'll get they'll get rid of you while you're on top of the hill. Mm -hmm. You're getting ready for See the next Malcolm transition. Butler. Jamie so, Collins. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, they do things a little bit different, but that's the only other franchise quarterback I could think of that doesn't get a say. But everybody kinda, else? Everybody else, though. I mean, you, you, you want your franchise quarterback to be happy with what he has mm -hmm. out here. I mean, you think about Manning. Yeah, Tom brings up Manning, and I love talking about Peyton. Um... <laughs> Payton always But had, even Matt Ryan, though. He, he don't even, deserve it. Even Matt you, Ryan. You want to talk about a guy who doesn't deserve to have he don't weapons deserve to be in the, in the, in the and NFL. options. I won't go that far. Shit. I won't, I won't <laughs> say he don't deserve to be in the NFL. Okay. Back he, like dude from the wire. Yeah, yeah. I, I, won't, I won't get crazy. I tell you what he don't deserve. He don't deserve Julio. And I tell you what Julio don't deserve. He doesn't deserve to be shackled down no, he <laughs> with the... The thick peanut butter sandwiches that Matt Ryan eats. Right. Okay? With no milk in sight. Every time there's a oh big game. Oh, my God. He, <laughs> he needs some milk. milk. <laughs> nah, but you know what? But that should be his family crest. <laughs> Matt Ryan should be a thick old peanut Jiffy. butter sandwich. <laughs> Jiffy. Jiffy. Man. Oh, but my God. At, at, with, with, a, with a slogan. Every time it counts. <laughs> But no, I do agree with you 120%. You know what I mean? Because I think Chunky that... Chunky peanut butter. You know, mm -hmm. I think that with Aaron Rodgers, he should have a lot of say. Because it's not like he's coming in year two or even year five. He's been here 14 years. Mm -hmm. So I think that he should be able to have some say or say, okay, well, what type of weapon should I have? You know, also on defense, what do we look like? Because yeah. he is a franchise player. And if he's a franchise... Yeah. You got to maximize him, like Tom said, to the fullest. Even you some have of the to franchise sure. players on the other end. I'm sorry to cut you off. Nah, that's but even some, of, even some of those guys, like, how do you not, you know, as a defense that's coming into a new system mm -hmm. with a new head coach, you get rid of Dom Capers, and you don't go to Clay and say, hey, you want to resign Julius? Because you know he's the other side to you. That's what I'm saying. You don't do that? Right. Where, where does that happen at? I think that at least one offense. Where? I think that on defense, on defense offense, it should be one player and one uh, and one, about, one player from offense. You're talking defense. about two of the most marketable players in saying. the league. Do, do you think that they possibly, and this is not my bias coming in, but do you think that they got rid of AJ Hawk a little early too? Listen, when Hawk was there. Listen, yeah. Let me tell you, they got. I agree. Because I felt like Hawk covered up the you know the dirty work. He, yes. He so covered, that Clay could he be up fantastic. A.J. Hawk should have never, never even got on any plane that resembled anywhere going to Cincinnati mm. at all, right? 
But it's it's the same thing. You look at every listen, we gave up on AJ, mm-hmm. we gave up on Casey Hayward, we gave up on Nick Collins. We, I mean, we could even go back to Dorsey Levins. Damn. We gave up on that. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about a 1,200-yard back that they said, ah, you're going to be 31. Ah. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? True. I mean, but again, this is the thing, and this, and this was the argument this morning. You talk about it. Everybody wants to put it on. Okay, well, it's not Mike. It's got to be Aaron. It's his fault. He wanted him to go. Listen. Coaching is it is what it is. The yeah. hot seat is what it is. But at the same time, if you're coaching a team and you know you have a kid that's on the sideline that every time he gets in the game and he touches the ball, he gets 100 yards. You got Aaron Jones sitting there. You had him sitting there last year. You get him the first four games this year, you have him sitting there. And as soon as you put him in, what happens? A buck. Yeah. A buck 25. A buck 50. What do you get in Miami? Like 164. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get these questions. How can you answer them, right? That's tough. And then at, as a head coach, you might not have a say in some of this stuff, but I'm guaranteeing you in the draft room, you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You're with the general manager that's saying, okay, let's get this guy. Let's get that guy. Mm-hmm. And you mean tell me none of those times you just say, hey, you want to trade up and get a tackle? Mm. Want to trade up and get a guard? Hey, you know, Adrian Peterson's going. We got a one cut system. You want? Yeah, that's tough. Everybody. That's tough. Everybody. But now we have to sit and see what's now going to happen. Well, that's why I definitely had to let you talk about it, Ruck, because I had one you to vent it out. I was, you know, talking to Randell. I'll let him vent it out as well. But, um, yeah, but it's, it's, we shall but see I'm that. happy though. Yeah. I'm happy that now the change has been made, mm-hmm. you know, and even. The crazy thing, Chris, you know, because, you know, we play Madden or whatever. So I was like, you know what? Let me see what this team will look like. So I blew the whole joint up. Mm-hmm. Blew everything. Randall, gone. Uh, Clay, gone. They they on the little ticket saying, I can't believe I'm out of Green Bay. I thought I was going to retire. <laughs> no, you're traded, son. And the team looked absolutely horrible. Mm. I was like, and couldn't get nothing for them. Well, nah. I'm like, wow. wow. Long in the tooth. Can't do nothing with him. Dope. So now we'll see. Speaking of letting people go or, or people leaving, uh, Urban Meyer. Um, if, if y'all know uh, mm. Ohio State, uh, him still around. Uh, Coach Urban Meyer, <laughs> he stepped down. Um, it was funny because earlier this year I said, Chris, don't worry, he's he's going to do it to you guys. And I said, as soon as it get rocky, watch he going to do it to you guys. It wasn't rocky though. I know, but he sees something. It's something that he sees. You know, I hear people saying that, and I, honestly, honestly, I really do believe that old boy is sick. Yeah. I really yeah. believe it. I just only, and the only reason I say that, and it's not because I'm a homer, mm-hmm. but I, I do, unlike most people, I do admit I'm a homer. Okay? <laughs> Duke, Ohio State, I go hard. Pause. Um, <laughs> but I, I honestly, from from people who know him, um, and, I, and I'm only going off of Chris Carter, who I guess is really, really close with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to be his wide receiver coach mm-hmm. when Chris Carter was at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Said, yo, he was in fear that uh, Urban Myers was going to literally die on the sideline. Mm. That that's how much, you know, the, the cyst that he's got in his brain has affected him. And I guess stress is like the worst yeah. thing for it. Yep. And I think just being a coach anywhere stress. is stress. Yep. And stressful, 
especially when you lose to Purdue by 29 points, but I digress. Mm. <laughs> mm. But I can understand why that mm. would be stressful. Well, well, we got two comments, and I want to shout out to anybody that tuned in. Um, Raymond uh, B. Bennett, shout out to you. Um, he says, um, when you made that comment about Urban, he said he see probation. And Phil, then Tom said, um, Urban Myers has this rare heart condition that only affects him when things get dicey. The heart belt strong when things are going well. Shout out to Phil Plummer. I'm just saying though. Um, I, but I, listen, I can't. I can't fault people for thinking that way. But I just. Hey, I just want to just. I understand about what happened with. Uh, uh, what's his name? Mike was it Mike Smith? Who's what was his name? You know the, the guy Zach Zach Zach, 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 Zach Smith. Smith. Yeah. I understand about everything that happened with mm-hmm. Zach Smith earlier in this year. Nobody's re- nobody didn't start bringing that up until right now when he quit. Make yeah, sure you hit that yeah. share button, please. Ohio State yeah. is currently eleven and one going to the Rose Bowl. Right. I mean, we didn't make it to the national. Mm-hmm. We didn't make it to the uh, playoffs, mm-hmm. but we were literally. It was us in Oklahoma neck and neck yeah. at right. the end. Yeah. They just happened to be ranked ahead of us before we got to that point. So they got to, mm-hmm. and it was richly deserved. They deserved to be in over okay. us. So I wouldn't say that things were going horribly wrong in Ohio State at no, 11 no, and no. 1. You got a superstar in Dwayne Haskins mm-hmm. Jr., who's going to be at the Heisman um, you know, ceremony tonight and get robbed, I'm sure. And. Um, Tom's cold blooded. <laughs> what did he say? He said uh, Zach Smith White should be the one with the heart condition after all that cold stress. Cold blooded. That is cold blooded. It is, but uh, <laughs> but he doesn't have a heart condition. It's it's a cyst in his brain that to to yeah, relieve you, the condition he would need that the doctor has to like drill in his head to like relieve the pressure of the cyst. I'm not saying. Uh, somebody at my job said, you know, he thinks Urban smells something coming down the pipe. He mm. wants to get out ahead of it, almost like he did in Florida. Got out ahead of the scandal that kind of, oh, you know, took them back a little bit. But listen, mm-hmm. this wouldn't be the first or the yes. last scandal that Ohio State has endured yeah. and still beat Michigan. So, <laughs> and any coach. Has I, I do not like Ryan Day as the head coach, but that's me being bougie. This is Ohio State. Kim, I think you'll back me up on this. It's Ohio State. I want a big-name coach. When Ohio State is open from a job standpoint, mm-hmm. we get the pick of the litter. That's very true. And you pick Ryan Day, there you well, go. That's fluid in his brain. I'm telling you, it's like a real – this is a real thing. Yeah. I, 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 no, it is real. It could be combined with – Ah man, there's some shit about to happen that I don't want to be yeah, a part of. Yeah. So I'm just gonna step down now. I think everything I, that happened never preseason. That. I think everything that happened preseason, especially with the suspension, he was like, "Yo, y'all really gonna do me like this?" Yeah, bet I'm out. You know, he really wanted to ride out I, on the horse though with that national championship. Well, listen, I really, which would have uh, been dope. Really hope that he is doing that. He'll be fine. Hope is nothing really serious, but again, <laughs> I seen the story before. Self. Yo, I seen the story before. Uh, uh, Gully, so, uh, a funny thing about Gully yesterday, I found out. Gully, and you correct me if I'm wrong. Tom's great great grandfather, or just great grandfather, mm. was the heavyweight champion of the world back when it was bare knuckle boxing. Mm. Gully, what's his name? Gully is in his family. Gully? Last name Gully. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Sorry. Last name Gully. Mm. Yo, bare knuckle, lost his first loss to the champ in a 64 round. Damn, 64 rounds? Boxing match. 
That's like six fights for some people. Right. Six, but, you know, back in the day, the rounds didn't work like how they work. Now yeah. it's just 12, but it used to be able to go. He said 13 greats. Mm-hmm. 13, 13 greats? Great, 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 great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought you traced it back to... He said he's Hyman Roth from The Godfather. <laughs> I thought you traced it back, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought you, you traced it back to, like, the early 1900s. Mm. Early 1900s, huh? Early 1900s. I mean, it was early 1900s. If, if it was 1900, that was only 118 years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's three, four generations. Not even. It was like three generations. But I digress. He told a great story yesterday about his, uh, you know, grandfather with some greats on it, however many. Um, <laughs> early 1800s. Okay. Okay. I thought you All said right. 19. Okay. So now yeah. there. Okay. That makes sense. Like the, like the, <laughs> damn, damn near around the time. <laughs> the United States became United States. Tom, I got a question for you. I wonder what our great, 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 great grandfather was doing Stop. at that time. I just want to know. I just want to know, Tom. I just want to know. Stop but anyway. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, oh look, he even got the, um, you know, he's got the. Uh, he got the link. link. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Yeah, yeah, because he was talking it about out. it on the on the show. But to get back to what Kim was saying, um, and we'll get into some boxing later on. But um, I do think they think that Ryan could take over, and he did win a couple of games while Urban was out. But it was still under their, it was still under the allure. Of urban, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It was like urban yeah. legend, huh? Right, right. Urban legend. There you go. <laughs> I mean, it was cheesy, but it worked. Definitely, but it worked. Smart. Though. I'm trying. But I, I think, um, you know, get sick. You <laughs> get sick when the cops is coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's a reason <laughs> to get sick. Yo, shout really? out to Raymond Bennett. You know, he, this is this is first time here, but yo, yo, yo dude show, is man. dude is definitely doing his thing. But thank you, Raymond. He keeping up with you know what oh. I mean the hot way we chop it up in the uh, room here. So yeah. uh, I appreciate it. It's funny. He must be a Florida fan. I mean, he it's, knows it's my, my team, but he knows my right. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think uh, Ryan O'Day or whatever his name is, Day Ryan Day Ryan O'Day. He, he really don't like. I really team. don't. I listen. <laughs> I'm a big name guy for, as far as Ohio State is concerned. You put an O in front of somebody's name. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you going to Ohio State? So you're like, right? Jesus. O'Day. <laughs> No, man, I want a big name coach, man. This, I don't know who's out there. That's available. what I'm about to say. Who was out there? I don't know, but we can look. Let me ask you Bill a question. Bill Coward. Let, let me, let me, ask, a, let me ask a shit. crazy question. I think I already know the answer to this, but a crazy question. Hopefully, you'll think it makes some sense, right? Big name coach, Jim I'm, Harbaugh. I was about to say that. I swear I was about to Would say that. Would you take. Jim Harbaugh. No, but I heard, Why? but I heard Why? rumblings, but I heard rumblings. Why, Why wouldn't you? Of John Harbaugh. Mm. Mm. Cause listen, mm. if the Ravens don't make the playoffs, which mm. they might not, they might, they might not. He's probably gonna get let go, and I can see John Harbaugh, Harbaugh coming up the OH, and the battle of the Harbaugh brothers continuing. Mm. Oh, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. You right? talking about selling itself? Huh? You talking about marketing? Come on now. Fuck and, Ryan Day. Get him out of there. And then he beat his brother again. Mm. <laughs> wow. Listen, Jim, to me, and this is just me, once you touch Michigan, you can't come back. You're tainted. Okay? You're tainted. tainted. How about Bo Schembechler, though? How about Bo Schembechler, man? But Bo Schembechler, though, was Ohio and went to Michigan. Yeah. But listen. Bo was Ohio. I know. I'm Michigan. saying, though, but, you but, know. But, but that's you know, them. But that's how they roll. Him, All right, that's that's listen, why we don't fuck I, with them. I know, I know you said he tainted. Right, 
But if you're talking about a coach that can manage the big-name school and he's doing a great job of attracting the big-name players. Who's that? Jim. So why wouldn't you take him? Why wouldn't I take him? Yeah. I know it's the, the hazing and blue and all that stuff or whatever, but seriously. My, si- it, my serious reason is, is just that. Is he from that team up north, Ooh. and we don't touch him. Matter of fact, I'm watching Barstool Radio. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm watching the Barstool. I don't know if you know, but this week, this guy, hey, they, they got a guy that, like, he goes to all these pizza places yes, around yeah. everywhere. Yeah, he so was, he went and visit, he visited, um, in this order, he went to Monner, mm-hmm. he went to Peppy's, he went to Sally's, and then he went to Bar, and he tried all those pizzas. And, um, you know, we were getting great reviews until we got the bar. And I would have told him not to go to bar. Yeah. You just you just messed up everything going to bar. But that's a different discussion for a different mm-hmm. day. So I'm listening to him. Uh, Henny Bub, shout out to Henny, put mm-hmm. me on to him. I'm going, yo, this guy is funny. This guy is good. I mean, obviously, I'm loving that he's bigging up New Haven Pizza. But I'm like, yo, this dude is funny. He goes, Joe, he went to Michigan. Fuck him. I'm yeah, good. I'm good. I want no parts of it. Jesus. He said, yo, you going to stop watching it? I said, I don't give a fuck what this guy does anymore. I'm out. I'm out. It's something about people who like Michigan. Hey, Monica. Or fucks with Michigan. It's something that just, it just, it tears me down to my core. Why? Why do you like them? What happened in your life to make you like Michigan? Life. Chris, you are hardcore, man. For real. You hardcore. For real. You hardcore, man. Now, Kim, Kim, can I get an OH? Oh Jesus! I'm a, I'm a, now I would I I will say this I would like to have seen Ohio State instead of Oklahoma I I definitely would yeah. like to see that yeah um because I want to see more Haskins <laughs> me too I want to see more Haskins I think that kid man Mm-mm-mm. yeah here, so here, here's another thing and I I know I'm jumping off topic right but I thought this was a very interesting barbershop conversation this morning yeah. right so here it is. How do you guys feel about reclassification? In high school or? In high school, in middle school. Hate it. Wherever. I don't You're like talking it. about like when, when high school players. High school. Because from, from what they were taking, what, what the information I was given today is now reclassification is even happening in like middle school. That's stupid. So they're saying like, oh, um, you're 10. And you can play with the 12 and 13-year-olds, so I'm going to move you up or either keep you back. Now, I don't mind the moving up part. Mm-hmm. I think that the moving up part is fine. I think that, that you know, competition breeds success. Mm-hmm. But when you got a 13-year-old playing against 10-year-olds, I think that that's just, that's just crazy. Does it, does it hurt? Yes, it does. The kid? Yes, Possibly. it does. Yes, I it mean, it depends. Depends. It could, I mean, it either put up, catch him up to speed, mm-hmm. and then you can move him to his appropriate situation, or he's not on that level and he needs to play back there because he ain't that good. <laughs> okay, so here, so here was a specific situation. So one of the kids that we're talking about, right, reclassified a couple times while he was in high school, wound up going to a big program, right? He's currently a sophomore, mm-hmm. is about to be 21. Now, for college players, you reclassified now, you're a sophomore, you're this age. Does that put you in a different position? Given the fact of how many people we have seen 
that were full-term college basketball players drafted in the first and second round in the NBA? I would say it doesn't hurt at a college level. Because mm. t- to me. But if you're trying to go to the league. Here's the thing. I think if you're 21 and you're a sophomore and you ain't you weren't able to be one and done, you ain't probably not good enough to get to the league anyway. Yeah. Mm. And plus, I think that it's mm. a false sense of hope because, again, if mm. you're playing sorry, with younger not players. Sorry. But nah, but, sorry, not no, sorry. But, but, mm. but that's true because if you're playing with younger players, right, and of course you of course you're better than them because again, one, less, you know, like genetically, you know, you are freaking, you know, older. So, you know, you're mature or fresh. Also, you were able to be in our program at least two, three years, you know, in advance, you know. So now you have to jump on these kids. Yeah, true. So now when you play with people that's yeah. your age or that's better, you're how you play is definitely diminished because it's false. Because now we're like, yo, what happened to this guy who's looking good? He's playing against fucking 12-year-olds and he's 16. So I think that if you start to have that now, as time go on, if we start to see that, I think that what's going to happen is, and it's going to be sad, you're going to have that playing field even because a lot of people are going to start doing it. And, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to look crazy at times. But then I think that it'll diminish and then you'll start to see just average ball. Yeah. I know. I, see, I think you. it's always going to level off. For the for the simple fact that nine times out of ten it's going to level mm-hmm. off because it might be beneficial to a very select few, yes. but for the for the vast majority, they aren't good enough to probably even compete. Even if they're thirteen, mm-hmm. they're probably still not even good enough to compete with the ten. They're probably you know they're good enough to compete with the tens, but they're not good enough to be exceptional. Yeah. with the ten year olds, and as you move up further, further in ranks. Even though you're starting further down, even though you're older and you're playing down, you're still either on par or below, or below par yeah. of the current level. So right. your age won't matter because your skill won't match. Exactly. Yeah, you see what go. I'm saying? So because you got to remember, there's there's 19, 20 year olds in the NBA that do very well. Yeah. So I mean, to have a 21 year old in college, I mean, you you might have the smarts, but, but you I might have the experience. But the talent and skill level. But won't, I don't think the nineteen big, or um, nineteen or twenty year olds that are in, in the NBA do well that are from here, from the states. Mm-hmm. I think if you look at Porzingis, if you look at Doncic, um, they've already been pros mm-hmm. for some years. And they've been even, playing with grown men. You know, yeah. even even Ricky Rubio, to his credit, was very young when he came here, but he yeah. had been a pro. For like six or seven years, what do you true, do? True. Prior, prior appropriate to age here. though, and it was beneficial that he was playing with people ahead of him. Yeah, because as you can see, Luka Doncic up in mm-hmm. here blocking King James shot like it's nothing, staring him down and everything. All right, let's move on. It's my that. house, son. <laughs> okay, Chris, <laughs> you in Dallas now? Okay, <laughs> I'm <just> boy. <laughs> Wait, so. I just want to read some of these comments. Yo, you know, listen, Raymond, man, please, you know, do like the page, man. You do it. He's definitely, yeah. he said 35-year-old freshman, and he said, this ain't baseball. And then he said, players, so you ask him, who does that? He said, players from Latin America. He <laughs> said, "He said, how old are you? I'm 13, but your birth certificate says 10. That's Danny, true. Danny Armante. Yes, every Latin right? player that comes. Well, well, well Freddie Adu. Yeah. That's yeah. the one I was yeah. about to think of. But I, also, but I also think of, too, it, it it can be a benefit for some people. Like, I think it was a business move that Marvin Bagley made. Well, right, because he, he said, reclassified to go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he classified to go early because he would have came in, and think about that, too. Comes into a Duke squad with him, Cam, RJ, and Zion. Mm. What? 
Man. But, but maybe you're not number one. Yeah, maybe you're exactly. not that's buying, buying this, for the number one, that's number what I'm two spot it's a at, that, at that thing. Because, but I'm you know, thinking some of these kids that do it now that are in high school, I, I just don't think if, if you're making a decision like that, you reclassify and it puts you in a position as a sophomore that you may be struggling to, to get to the next level, mm-hmm. then I think you had to look at that back in the day. Yeah. I give you one shot at it. Mm-hmm. And let's see from there, you know. But I think, again, what's going on is you're having parents that are supposed to be parents supporting their kids as, you know, athletes saying, okay, we're going to make this business decision. Dad, I got a full beard. I don't care, boy, you in the seventh grade. It don't matter. Like, that right there is kind of hurting these kids because I shudder to think... What would happen if you were somebody that was touted mm. as that guy and, and then you don't make it? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Well, I just want to say this. I do want to shout out our sponsor, WYBC. Uh, 94.3 WYBC, The Rhythm of the City. Cooch Diggs, what up? I was about to hit you with it, too. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let oh, me do, do it again. again. Do it again. Do it again. I want to uh, shout out our sponsor, 94.3 WYBC. The Rhythm of the City. <laughs> Home of the Wine Castillo Morning Show. You, you can catch it that every Monday could. through Friday, 6 to 10, uh, with your boy Professional Sam. I'm up there as well. Yes. So, yes. Uh, AKA Mad Dog. Yeah, hey, Mad, Mad Dog. Get some. That's still funny. <laughs> Get some. Um, so, you know, we, you know, we covered the topics, and uh, we are about to head off, guys, you know, because we uh, have a busy day ahead of us. Um, <laughs> Rhythm method of the city. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Chris, in the boxing world, mm-hmm. you know, could you could you please let the people know what's going on, man? Well, if you didn't catch me this past Monday on ninety four point three WYBC, the Rhythm of the City, there you go. Um, yeah, where I broke down a, a quick, uh, a very quick breakdown of what happened in the uh, Deontay Wilder <laughs> Tyson Fury mm-hmm. fight. Um, and you know what? I was glad me and me and Quet were talking. Minutes after the fight, yes, we were we were on, we were chatting about it, we were going back and forth, and you know what I'm so glad for perspective, perspective in time, mm-hmm. mm. time can give you more perspective, mm-hmm. and I was hot when we talked initially on Saturday night because I'm sending it, I'm like, my boy got robbed, he got robbed. <laughs> With time came perspective, he didn't get robbed. It was, I did think he won. Mm-hmm. But robbery, your boy in Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury. If anything, Deontay was gifted, but um, mm. and not like gifted like he's talented. He got a gift <laughs> in that decision. But um, robbery, I've seen robberies before. That wasn't mm-hmm. a robbery. Um, I broke it down into this pretty much the most simplest math to explain how boxing scoring works. And how rounds work, mm-hmm. right? So you got 12 rounds of boxing. You need to win the majority of mm-hmm. the rounds. So 6-6 six, six obviously would be a draw. Mm-hmm. That'd be you got six, you got six. 7-5 would be a win for you, but it's really only a win by one round, mm-hmm. even though they're two numbers away. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then 7-4, is a, it looks a little more convincing but it's really that's really only you, you won two extra rounds, right? Okay, so yeah. that's the way to look at it. So as you know, as the fight ended, as it went into the eleventh, let me say, 
As I went into the, uh, I'm sorry, as I went into the 12th, I'm sitting with my, you know, love of my life, my girl. <laughs> and um, I'm watching, I'm going, listen, what he needs to do is a Floyd move. Because I said, that knockdown hurt him. Mm-hmm. He, because to me, and that was to me, I didn't think Deontay had won a single round other than the round he knocked him down. Okay. Floyd said that too. That's how I felt 100%. But just because I feel a certain way doesn't mean that that's, not, that's how the judges are going to score it. Mm-hmm. I assume always, if I'm ever rooting for a fighter, you judge them more harshly and you'll get more towards the uh, more uh, even score. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you always, and if, you're, if your favorite <laughs> fighter is fighting the champion, you need to judge them even harder. So, mm-hmm. as I'm watching the fight, I thought rounds one through six, this is to me now, one through six were rounds for Tyson, but mm-hmm. they were close. Not a lot. If you, if you, even if you look at the CompuBox numbers, mm-hmm. he only outlanded him by like, I think like a couple punches. It wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a lot. So when you break that down round by round, he was really just getting a, just a couple more shots than him. Okay. Now, it was enough for me to say he won, but what you need to do is you need to judge them as toss-up rounds. Okay? So to me, one through six, even though I thought Tyson won those mm-hmm. fights, I mean, those rounds, they were close enough for a judge to be like, eh, maybe he won it. Now, my, through my lens, I didn't think they were that close. But once you break them down and analyze it a little closer, mm-hmm. you can say, I can see how you gave him this round. If you break it down, round by round. Okay. So that so when the first six rounds, to me, are, you know, muddy, then Good any, anything... Anything at that point is possible. Now, mm-hmm. clear rounds, 7, 8, 10, 11. That's four rounds that I give to Tyson. Clear. These are these rounds that didn't. Knockdown gives him, Wilder, another round. Mm. So, even though out of those five rounds, he only won one, he, uh, Wilder only won one round. The one round that he won counts as a 10-8 round. So it's like you won two rounds. Mm-hmm. So you got to take another round away from Tyson Fury. So now you go into the 12th round. You get knocked down. Boop, boop. Now you're down to one round. So you got six muddy rounds, one clear round. You got two clear rounds for Deontay. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why you get and a score. Right, well... The, the only two rounds I'm giving them are the knockdown yeah, round. Right, right. But when you got six muddy ones, they can kind of go either way. And that's what you're seeing with the scorecards. Even mm-hmm. the judge that had it, 113-113, he did have Tyson winning the majority of the early rounds, but he did give him two out of those first six. Mm-hmm. One judge gave him the first five. He was on crack. <laughs> there was a Spanish judge. I think his name was Alejandro something. Mm. That judge was on okay. crack. That judge was on straight crack. Base, okay. Base. Talking about the base. He was on the base because his scorecard. He had um, <laughs> he had uh, Wilder winning like. They won't be coming back for that. They he had Wilder winning by four rounds. Even with muddy rounds, you can't have Wilder winning by four rounds. You can conceivably have it a draw, or Wilder by two. 
Mm-hmm. It's the widest margin you can have it, sensibly and, and logically. And those were, and that's with the two 10-8 yeah. rounds. Oh, Tom said uh, Alejandro Cantacio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you his name was Alejandro. <laughs> Cantacio. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yo, Tom is an idiot, son. You know what? It took a while for it to yeah. catch on. Cantacio. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think that's close to his name. Anyway, you can't have it for, you can't have it four rounds for Wilder. In, in any metric from all of the other unofficial judges mm-hmm. that were around ringside, mm-hmm. all of the boxing publications that mm-hmm. scored, even the ones that had Wilder winning, the biggest margin was Wilder by two rounds. Mm. Which means they had to fight even going into the 12th. Mm-hmm. He scored the knockdown as two points. Boom, there you go. That's it. Raymond said it used to be 15 rounds, now it's 12. How about that? I mean, well, here's the thing. You know, some of the last 15 round fights that we saw, people was almost dying out there. If you remember the Thriller in Manila, mm-hmm. 15 round fight, yo, if um, uh, Joe Frazier quit on the stool mm-hmm. and Muhammad Ali was like, I'm glad he did because I was close. <laughs> Man, it's hard. You know, 15 rounds. You, you, you see boxers today, that's why they work them. The way they work them today. Back in the day, man, they'll throw you in there. Boom, boom. You just first fight. 20 rounds. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Now what they do is they work you up. You go four. You go six. You go eight. 12. You go 10. Okay. And then once you become a... And then 10 is the marker. The only time you fight 12 is when a belt is on the line. Mm. You get the championship rounds. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's why you work you work a fighter up to that. And, and, and even then, you know, some of the more well-conditioned fighters struggle in the um, yeah. 12th round, man. It's just it's Hey, Candy, what's stuff. up? Um, yo, Raymond is, a, yo, he is yo, uh, on the board. He said, he said the judge got paid uh, $10,000 uh, in pennies on the mark. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> as, as Tom brings up his uh, great-grandfather who fought a 64-rounder, because, you know. It, it he was said in prison. in prison. Yo, yeah, I forgot to mention that. It was in prison. Jesus. That oh, bare-knuckle wow. fight was in prison. But, you know, back in the day, you know, yeah. back in the day, yeah, they would, um, you know, if you was in prison, wasn't like the guy he was fighting like a money launderer or, or your grandfather was in for like money laundering or some type of uh, criminal activity <laughs> and he was fighting the guy <laughs> that he owed or something like that? It was, oh, that's it, was dope. it was like a crazy oh, story that was like, yo, only the illest person I know, which would be Tom, Tom Gully, Gully, could have a story like that about his great grandfather 13 right? times removed. Mm-hmm. Right. And you go, there's no bullshit in that story. Because, you know, the way, even Tom the way, all facts. I'm getting all off topic of this fight, but the way Tom Gully could even narrate and tell a story, he brings you, when he tells you a story or he breaks something down, you might as well sit down because he's taking you on a ride. You're mm-hmm. going to feel every bump in the road, yep. every turn, every swerve, boom, boom. Yes, Wilder did lose. Yes. But anyway, to get back to Wilder and Fury. So once you get to the situation where the last five rounds, you know, they, they went 3-2, but one of the guys who got the 3-2 had two knockdowns, mm-hmm. so it was really, you know, 4-2, to two, really 4-1 mm-hmm. to one <clears throat> from a scoring standpoint. And the other six rounds could be debatable. That's where you get a draw. That's where you get one judge so, seeing So it. when are we getting number two? Um, soon. Because they definitely want to do that. Well, here's the thing. It's two, it's, Fury is way more skilled. Way more. Um, something we that we that. talked about. No, no, something that. 
Something that I talked about for months as how much more skilled Tyson Fury is yeah. Yeah, and was in that fight. Facts. And every the world remember, and, and Quet will attest to this. When I was telling people Fury was gonna win, people was looking at me like I was crazy. Was they not? Yeah. Facts. Everybody loved Deontay, and I'm going, yo, he can't box. Yo, facts. If you he even don't know about boxing. even if you had an sure. inkling of boxing, you knew that Dante was like, ah, uh, like he's really unpolished. Facts. Even even if you like, yo, listen, I ain't trying to you know you know discredit the guy. But I'm telling you, man, like that's not gonna work with someone who got a little more skill than he has. And then you start to see it. So it's like, damn. As, man. I, said, as I said, somebody said uh Fury is Holyfield and Tyson was the wildest. I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I don't know if I would go. I mean, I as, as far as in as But I see what you're saying. Match, yeah, yes, I see yes. what he's saying. In like an overall yeah. skill standpoint, yeah. I still don't I think Wilder. But Tyson was on drugs though. Culture. It was, you know, Tyson was really on drugs though. He fought holy for you. Cocaine is a hell of a yeah, drug, man. man. He was a little, you know, he was, he was a little coked out. Yeah, Wilder punches he like that. T- he was on that Robin Givens. Yeah. <laughs> Tyson, um, Wilder punches similar to Tyson, but he don't punch like Tyson. No. I don't, he punched very similar. He's a knockout guy like Tyson, but he not Tyson. But Tyson made it look pretty. It was an art when Tyson did it. Compact. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, when you look at Tyson, like, and, and again, I, w- I was talking to Chris. Uh, thank you, man. We definitely appreciate it, man. Yeah, boxing is the bro. new wrestling. That could be it. <laughs> That's true. But just watching Dante, like you knew when he was about to punch because he'll put his hands up, and it's like, it, oh, it, he's... yo. Once Tyson Fury realized that, he was just tagging him, and Tyson Fury was just smiling, yo. Like you can tell how much fun he was having. Man. He meant just for this match that it was like Tyson Holyfield. Yeah. Which okay, I, yeah, right. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, 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 um, you know the thing with Wilder that people, do, I, I broke it down on uh, ninety four point three. Is his, the, his main like power <laughs> is in his right hand and a straight right hand. Yeah. Now, what did you say though? What what was your saying about uh that he uh, he got redemption and salvation in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he needed, right? Yeah. He, Yo, needed, he got that radio right hand. <laughs> redemption and salvation. You gotta have in his that hand. love. <laughs> you gotta have that hate. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, I, I, that's what I said. I said. The salvation came in the 12th because even on all the scorecards going into the 12th, it was either tied or he was losing. Mm -hmm. So that salvation Mm. saved him. But he, the real power, the scary power, the knockout power is in the straight right. The thing that wobbled. Now, I know when he was falling, he caught him with a left hook as he was falling. But the thing that was making him fall was the straight right. Because mm-hmm. that's where his power is. The difference between him and Tyson, Tyson had power in a right uppercut, a right cross, a left uppercut, a left cross. He had power, Everywhere. both hands, yeah. all kinds and, of ways. And don't get caught with a hook, neither. Yeah. You get one of them Tyson hooks? He said He said if you fought Holyfield, he'll get knocked out. Hell yeah. Who, on um, Wilder? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. If he fought Lennox, Lennox he would get... But I, I, give, I give Wilder one thing, though. Because Luis Ortiz is a heavyweight who got power, real yeah. power. Now, you're speaking of age now. I, I, think, Ortiz, I think he's 65. 172 yeah. years but old. But he said 45. Say, I don't believe it, but whatever. But he took some shots He from took him. shots from Luis Ortiz. Real he shot. wobbled, yeah. but he never went down. Never dropped so, like it's hot. Right. So I said, you know what? He does have a chin. Got a chin. Okay. That don't mean you can take a Tyson hit, yeah. but he does have a chin. But that, I don't know if you can take a Joshua hit because Joshua hits mm. really, really big. Um, Vander wasn't a big slugger. 
I mean, he mm. could knock you out, but he wasn't a huge slug. He was, he was who beat a technical you down. fighter. Technical fighter who beat you down, all heart, mm. real deal. Yeah. Real deal. Lennox oh, though, shit. Lennox has some power, sneaky power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't yeah. really think of Lennox as a like a power power guy, yeah. but he has some sneaky sneaky power. Lennox, that's the thing that people discount from some of those heavyweights that we had mentioned a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Tom said Lewis Ortiz, so security has three digits. No, <laughs> hey wait, Tom, his joint is one two three. Yeah, hell yeah, you fucking I old ass. I see that joint. I can't wear it, <laughs> Yo, Tommy, yo, Tommy set it off, B. I love Tom Gully, man. Oh my goodness. Anyway, um But I can't I, wait for number two. Number two should happen sometime towards the end of the first quarter of next mm-hmm. year or the beginning of the second quarter. Now I will say this, and I'll say this early. If Wilder is still training the way that he's trained. For every fight up until this one. I like that, Jello. I he, like that a lot. He will lose easily because I think Tyson now has a different blueprint on how to stay away from some of those shots that he got caught with. Mm. Because he's such a... Salvation. Yeah. It he always all, gives you a shot. It's always going to give yeah. him a shot. Because here's the thing. Going into, mm. uh, going into the ninth round, go? that's why I Ooh. said that would be a crazy Ooh. fight. That would be Man. a crazy fight. But but the thing is... But I go with Bo. I go with Bo because go Bo, Bo... Riddick Bo had not only a hell of a chin, but he had he had some real combinations that caused people problems. True. Riddick had that real... Oh, my God. That was my dude, too, by the way. You know what I'm saying? A cousin of yours told Quite me that. Baltimore okay. For real. Yeah. Well, I kind of figured when you, you were saying that. You know what I'm saying now? Yeah. Yeah. Now, what I, side is that? I, I I never heard that. I never heard that. It could very well be true, but I never heard that. Are you calling that person a liar? I'm just saying that I don't know. I never heard that. I'm not. Is calling this him free? A liar. Are we talking about Freddie that said this? <laughs> no, no, nah, no, 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 no. I hope we ain't talking about nah, Freddie. No, 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 no. It's somebody else. But no, nah, I, I just I never. I'm not saying Shout it's not Jason true. Freddy, I'm just saying that I never heard it. Okay. So okay. yeah. So right. so I don't I don't, I don't want to slander right. that person. And that, it, when you said Bo, it just made me think of it. I'm like, yo, I never asked you. Mm. I was taking it from another source. Yeah. I'm assuming. But, but one know. question: Who we sponsored by again? We sponsored by ninety four point three WYBC. The rhythm of the city. There we go. Damn. There we go. That's, boy's good. That's good. So listen, man. So, you know, we're going to definitely get out of here, man. We're going to definitely get out of here. And I just want to shout everybody that's tuned in, man. Especially for the new people. You know, we got Jello. We got Raymond. Um, I, I sent you guys friend requests, so you could definitely like their, our page. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jello, you, we got to get you week. when we talking some straight boxing. You got to call him. Yeah, when yeah. we talking some straight boxing. And before you wrap up, I know you're about to wrap up, but yo, there's a, there's a couple fights tonight. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, please. My boy, my favorite boxer. Right now, mm-hmm. and everybody, if you want to know what real boxing okay. looks like yeah, at the highest of levels, my boy V Sally mm. Lomachenko, aka No Manchenko, because they don't want to come out the corner. Yeah, No Manchenko. Yeah. yeah, yo, he fights tonight on ESPN. It's free, so everybody can see it. <laughs> Go watch the the number one pound for pound boxer. Mm-hmm. Right now, okay. Lomachenko puts on a clinic every single time he boxes. He makes you, he makes you look mm. at boxing as a true art form. Mm. Go watch him tonight. Also on H- HBO is having his last boxing match tonight. Mm. Ever. Last ever? 
Ever. Oh wow. I, I don't know if I I don't know if I brought it up. I no. thought I brought it up here. HBO has canceled their boxing division. The wow. new the new president says he don't see no value in it. This is the last HBO boxing night ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. After 45 years or mm. something like that of boxing. Um Clarissa Shields, the Olympic gold medalist, okay, the two-time yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm watching that. gold Olympic mm-hmm. medalist and current Women's middleweight WBC WBO WBA. I'm sorry, IBF WWE. <laughs> Let me start over. The WBC, <laughs> the WBO, and IBF middleweight champion is fighting the WBA other world uh, mm. middleweight champion. So she's gonna try to unify the middleweight All division the tonight. Mm. So definitely go watch her. And then UFC tonight, um, Max Holloway versus Brian Ortega. Mm. And then one of my favorite female fighters, not my favorite, but one of my favorite, um, Valentina Shevchenko mm. versus the Grim Reaper. I, I always get her name wrong, so I'm not saying it because it's too long and too Russian. Kolos, <laughs> kolos. No, it's Joanna. <laughs> Just take some paper. Joanna. It's a bitch. Because <laughs> it's always a bitch. <laughs> I just want to apologize. Uh, these views that it's we are expressing are not those of WYBC, is are those of Professional Sutton, uh, Chris, the city. and uh, D-Ruck. So <laughs> d- d- these views are not expressed by WYBC. I just want to say that. The rhythm of the city. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got to get out of here, bro. We got we to gotta get out of here. But yes, so um, so definitely Watch check it out, that. man. So yeah, next week we'll be back at 1, o- at one o'clock uh, p.m. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so. So yeah, ch- check it out. <laughs> check it out. On that note, <laughs> thanks again for tuning into another edition of Don't Shoot the Master Podcast. I'm your boy, Professional Sutton. And I'm your boy, Chris G. And it's your boy, The Ruck Report. Jersey. Oh, H. Peace. Now we hell no. <laughs> Doop.